Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 134. Almost almost to that 135. <laughs> almost 135. Almost 135. <laughs> I'm Corey, and if you don't recognize that voice from, uh, I don't know what episode number it was, but when we did Oof. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Kenneth is back <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, Nick could not make it this week. I know we mentioned watching Monster Trucks from uh, 2017 this year. Uh, but we are not watching Monster Trucks this week. We because we, Nick wanted to watch it so bad. We we, <laughs> we we decided to wait for him to come back to the podcast to watch Monster Trucks. But B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low budget, lesser known films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. I feel like sometimes we should take out that low budget part because Monster Trucks not a low budget movie. I was gonna say that movie probably had a lot of low, money. Low, high, low budget, lesser known <laughs> films, past, present, and whatever. Absurd movies. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes when you're on iTunes, and if you're subscribing, or on the like your iPhone comes with a podcast app where you can download podcasts, or if you have an Android, there's podcast apps there. Stitcher is one of them, other podcast apps. Uh, You can also leave reviews, so leave reviews for us. They they help out quite a bit. We do that. We have a lot of positive reviews. We have one review that's bad. Really? Yeah, the rest of them, we don't have a lot of reviews. Well, sure, but still. Well, there's one that's like, oh, these people, it's just dudes in their mom's basement bitching about shit. (laughs) They're only half right. It's not not our mom's basement, it's my basement. It's your basement. So, it's kind of close. But uh, you can also reach us, uh, uh, listen to us on our website, bbpodcast.com. You can download the MP3s right there or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can also reach us on that website. You can reach us at our email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter, at bnbpodcast, or on Facebook. Just search BMB Breakdown. Uh, also, Instagram. We're on Instagram, just at bnbpodcast. Uh, we, we usually use our Instagram more than we use anything. Oh, well, Facebook is the thing we use the most. Second most is Instagram. No kidding. You got an Instagram and everything. Yeah, we got an Instagram. Wow, you're like, it's like you're an official podcast. Yeah, it's like we are. We got a website <laughs> and everything for 134 episodes, so it's, it's a thing. Uh, we also mentioned last week, on your reviews that you leave, on iTunes or wherever you're leaving them, mention, if you want to mention a movie you want us to watch, if you mention it there, we will 100% watch it. Have you gotten any good ones from there? We not we've just started saying this. Oh, okay. But we've gotten good ones from the, on the Facebook page and stuff before. Yeah. We've well, we probably should get to those. We've gotten emails about movies. Some of them are like harder to find. Yeah. So it's like these people suggest these great sounding movies that sound insane. But it's like, well, you didn't send us a YouTube link. We tried to look for it online. Yeah. Via YouTube or I don't even know. Just try to find it. Some somehow. sort of any video, yeah. Daily Motion, anything. Right. Can't find it. So. Even torrents or something like that, we can't. It's hard to find some of these movies. Even on DVD, it's if they're not popular. Yeah, they may have not even been released on DVD. Yeah, you know, it's maybe, like some guy making them out of his fucking basement. Yeah, you know? maybe one day they'll some of these movies since they're cult movies, they'll end up like on Blu-ray release from like Shout Factory or Arrow Video or something like that, since they tend to do a lot of that stuff. But it's hard to find some of this stuff. So if you if you do suggest a movie and you know how we can get it, uh, if it's renting on Amazon or wherever. Just uh, let us know. Uh, since Nick isn't here, I'll do his plugs real quick for him. <laughs> Scatterville.com. Check out his drawings. They're on there. Continuous story. Pages every uh, twice a week. 
twice a week. Twice huh? a week pages are going up. No kidding. So follow follow that story over at scatterville.com. Also, uh, his music, find it on Bandcamp. Uh, Terrible Lizards, just bandcamp.com slash Terrible Lizards, I think it is. Or just Google Terrible Lizards Bandcamp, it's on there. They also have their music on YouTube, and then each uh, video for each song has a different drawing that Nick did. So there you go. You can listen to his music on there. This week on the podcast, though, we're like I said, we're not watching Monster Trucks, as we mentioned last week. We're watching the 1989 film Big Man on Campus. If you haven't seen Big Man on Campus, you can watch it in full on YouTube. It's there. It exists. <laughs> it's it's a movie. It's a movie. You can rent it on Amazon if you don't feel like watching it on YouTube and you want to pay $3 on Amazon to rent it. I feel like three dollars is a fair price for this movie. Yeah, I, I would I would buy this movie maybe on like a DVD pack with like three other movies. Right. Yeah. Other like, it'd be like How to Get into College, this, and like oh let's say I don't know oh, Encino Woman, Encino Woman, something like that. So Big Man on Campus, it's it's an insane movie about a a hunchback who lives in the tower of a California high school who is just finally appears. He's been this myth for so long, but he finally shows his face. And the school brings him in to study him and re like reintroduce him into society. Yeah, that's essentially the overall plot of this movie. Right. The main character, his name is Bob Maluga Luga Luga Luga. Did you get all the Lugas? Bob Maluga Luga Luga Luga. Luga. There you go. So I got the one Maluga, four Lugas. <laughs> I got it. It's good to go. <laughs> You're good. You're set. I'm good to go. So check it out on YouTube, and uh, then if or. Maybe you'll, after listening to us talk about it, you want to check it out. I recommend checking it out beforehand so you could laugh Follow, along. Yeah, exactly. So but even if, you, even if you had never even heard of this movie, because I'm sure a lot of people have not, I only barely knew about this movie growing up. I wish I wish I had rented it more. Yeah. It could have been one of those movies I rented and copied onto a tape. See, there you go. Could have been one of those. I feel, of those like, I feel like if I had known that this movie existed, period, uh, you know... I feel like my life would be a little bit better. I don't know. Going into it, you were hesitant, so you I was avoiding I was, it for a long time. I was I was hesitant, but Until this I forced you to watch this it. movie uh, converted me. It did. <laughs> so episode one thirty four, big man on campus, <laughs> big man on campus. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. This is a podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk like that. Oh God, please don't. The entire time, <laughs> please so, do not. The do movie, that. movie. You like movies? I watch them on the TV in my house. It's not even a house. He, he like couldn't they just move him into a wreck? I understand they didn't want to move him out of his his domain because okay, they but... were afraid. To what would happen. But once he like started progressing. Right, exactly. They could have moved him in. Alex's apartment that he abandoned to live did there. They, did they even ever show his apartment? No. I know but, he talked about it. He, they, he mentioned it. Yeah, because they like, he yeah. moved in with Bob. But like, not only that, but like, they just, they, like, why would they not at any point that school go, oh, we found this fucking homeless hunchback living in, in this 
this, this decrepit bell tower. <laughs> Why would they at any point not go, oh, let's let's just get him out of there because he could get hurt and then it's a problem for the school. Like, no, they were just like, no, you're fine. I mean, living it, in, in your trash palace, living in our clock tower. That uh, how many? So he was abandoned when he well he lived with his mom, and they didn't live in the clock tower. No, so, they never said where they where he was like born or lived or well, anything. But he mentioned like that. that after his mom died, they tried to like take him away. They did take him away. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't live there because no. he goes because he asked him he goes and yeah. and then so that's how you ended up here in the clock yeah, tower. Yeah, he escaped to there. So say his mom died when he was like thirteen. Okay. I'll, I'll give it that thirteen. I don't even th- the I got the impression that it was way younger than that. I got the impression that it was like he was like. Like, seven or eight. Seven or eight would be okay, too, I guess. But, like, so how old do you think Bob is in this movie? He's probably, like, in his, like, 20s. I mean, how old are... How, okay, so they're in college, so probably, like, mid-20s. I mean, I mean maybe he not could be, like, a 40-year-old... He could be, like, a 40-year-old dude. <laughs> we're not... And there's no... We, I mean, he we're, did... We're he never did have, anything. And, he did, when they, when they found him, he did have that giant fucking beard. Yeah, but a 25-year-old dude could w- grow that beard... Having lived in a fucking clock tower his whole life. I guess, never life. shaving. Yeah. I mean, I could. I, I wouldn't argue with him being... I, I would say, yeah, like, early 20s, early to mid-20s. Yeah, so, like, he's not... So, see, it was, like, maybe, like, six or seven when he was when his mom died. Okay. Could have been even younger, because who knows how much he... He could clearly talk. Right. But over time, he stopped... He just made up his own language well, to talk to himself. Exactly, and, so he could be his own so friend. He, so he just forgot... Like regular English, so, it's so <laughs> fucking stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, so he made up his own language so that he would have a friend. But he was at like when he when he went to the school. Why would he not try to like like meet people like at the school? Because he was abused by people, because he was deformed, because he's a hunchback. I, I, people, I guess. he said people kicked him, yeah, and beat him, <laughs> and and that's why he ran away. So he was genuinely like his mom died. Some sort of child services or something clearly mm-hmm. tried to, and wherever they put him, maybe a foster home. I don't know. Yeah, some sort of, you know, yeah, something for kids or something. Who knows? But wherever they put him, the People just beat the shit out of him and treated him like garbage yeah. because he was deformed and looked different. Yeah. Well. So then he ran away to this tower high above away from everybody else. So but it's like so he just so he just didn't want to interact with people because he was afraid of people. But the idea that you're, you're oh, I'm terrified of people. I'm going to go to a place where there's nothing but people. But he's all way of up the time. high. Must have been the closest place nearby. Yeah, but he was still like his his. Fucking the tower was full of all like trash. So he clearly was like making runs and he like, you yeah, know, stealing he, like, people's shit. Yeah. And when he like kicked the, the little vending machine and stuff, like he clearly had been around. Yeah. He's just been hanging out. And, I mean, and even then, the whole movie opens up with like this like newscast of like people talking about all oh, this crazy, you know, uh, gorilla monster that we're seeing on campus. This and, one girl, uh, she mentions how he looks like a hippo. Yeah. And then slowly starts to describe that about how he doesn't look like a hippo. Exactly. She starts off, oh, he's like this, this, uh, what, what did she say? This giant small hippo? <laughs> and then by the end she goes, like a hippo, but different. But different. 
Um, and then I'm pretty sure that the lady who says that uh, she saw him on a roof munching on the like a mattress. I'm pretty sure that was the the chick, the psychologist chick who tries to teach him English, who like starts teaching him. Yeah, I'm, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, sure. I don't know her. I don't know her name. No, I, yeah, I, mean, I, re- I refuse. I have to the learn. internet right here, so I can tell you her real name is Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams. Okay, she played Diane. She played Diane. Who ends up right. being Bob's yes. lover? Yeah, just I told. I called it. I told you. I honestly, at one point, I thought that she was going to end up with Tom Skerritt's character, Doctor Webster. Okay, I thought they had like a thing. See, at I first. didn't. I. That I figured he was just there because they needed, like he was that guy was the most plot to like not plot device but like the most he like was building yeah he exactly he Bob, was mainly. he was there just for for story just to push things along, like because if he wasn't there then there wouldn't have been anyone to you know like basically be like oh hey uh well, Alex was the kid's name yeah oh hey Alex live <laughs> live with this crazy violent. <laughs> Yeah. Potential murderer in his trash palace. <laughs> like But the thing is, about his trash palace, uh-huh. how for however long he lived there, that clock never needed any sort of maintenance. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody like, ever went up there. When they went up the stairs, the first time that they all go up there, they're like they go through all like there's like boxes all over the stairs and stuff. Like, how did nobody in a school that seemed relatively large that ha- that seemed to to you know house intelligent smart people with like you know there was like security guards and there's like a dorm and everything how did they not at any point be like yeah no one's been up there in forever maybe we should just tear this thing down like well, they can't there's tear no it down. maintenance it's like, it looks there's no nice for the school well sure but there's like it clearly was not being used on the inside. Apparently, the school was supposed to be UCLA, but they never really mentioned. They, I don't think they ever mentioned at all. When he had pom poms, were they red and blue? Yeah. Well, UCLA colors are like yellow and blue. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So like, it didn't even. That's what I'm saying. Like, they yeah, didn't even they make. Did, there was no. I don't think they once said specifically. Here's the name of this place. Here's the name of the school. Unless right. I'm wrong. But I don't think they ever once said. No. Um, and normally, something I, I I try to do, and I I didn't I did in this case, but like I'll look at license plates on the cars and movies and stuff, just just you know, because something like sometimes like that will you know kind of give it they away. They filmed or it in California. They filmed it filmed it at USC actually. Okay. Which is weird that the movie was originally titled "The Hunchback of UCLA." Oh, was it really? But they shot the movie at USC. <laughs> I mean, like, like this movie was just straight up Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, yeah, it was Encino Man meets Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, like that's one hundred percent what it is because yeah. you have the aspect of like this guy trying to learn. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen like any iteration of Hunchback of Notre Dame, like even like the Disney one. Well, sure. I really don't. I just remember Quasimodo. He's this figure, people like him, and then he has, like, the girl that, like, yeah. falls in love with him. Well, no, she doesn't even, in the, even, in, okay, so in the she Disney was, one, he doesn't even end up with her. She still ends up with the, I don't know, the prince guy or whatever, and then he just deals with it, and then, but then in, like, the original story of Hunchback, like, he kills himself. I think she dies and he kills himself. Oh. So, this movie could have been a lot better. <laughs> He just threw himself off no, the top of that No, I would have been so upset if Bob died at the end. <laughs> I was already sad when he told his story. It, you know, it got 
Like, he told his story about his family and stuff, and it was depressing it, as shit. It got super dark super quick with that. Yeah. Because, like, cause like, up until that point, like, I mean, that was even really the first time that, like, he was speaking. I mean, like, yeah, you had the whole thing with him before where, like, you know, they, they bring him into, like, you know, that, like, the, the group of people there and, like, you know, like, oh, this is a ball. Like, here's a banana, you know, kind of thing, like. And so it's like that was the first point that you're like, oh, cool. He's actually learning to speak and and all this mm. stuff, and like he understands. But then like when he goes and and he meets with the with the guy, that's the first time that you're like that he ever like opens up. And I like I don't know if it was because because even well because he never he had never talked to anybody like seriously. They was always it was just trying to get him to learn well, sure. stuff and speak first. Then once he was able to speak again. Like, okay, now we'll get, like, some serious business going. Right. But I also, I, I, I'm not sure if, if they, maybe they touched on it and I dismissed it, but it seemed like they didn't, like, like, when he, when he opens up like that and he starts talking about that, I couldn't tell if it was, if, because he mentioned before about, like, oh, I knew how to speak and I just made up my own language so that I would have, you know, like, I could be my own friend or whatever. But, so, I don't know if he knew how to talk before and just didn't or whatever, but it's like it seemed like that was the first time like like they almost presented it in a way of like, oh, I was abused and I had all this stuff, but I never had a means of expressing it. But now that I know how to talk now, I can express it. Right. But then they, they he mentioned about like, oh, yeah, but I, I knew how to speak already, but I just chose to talk in this weird fucking language that yeah. I made up. Yeah, but he talked in the weird language for so long that he forgot how to talk regular. Yeah. I mean, like it'd be could, like if you adopt if you live somewhere else and you you started speaking that language sure. for like 15 20 years of your life yeah you're not going to and you never spoke the other language again yeah. you probably just end up forgetting I guess how. yeah I mean but yeah that that part was <laughs> that part was super, like it just it got like it got real depressing real quick oh yeah like Bob was the, he, I honestly, this movie is, it's not the greatest movie. It's not the worst movie. It, it like, but the character Bob is great. Oh yeah. Like, like I genuinely like that character. Like it, like he, he was like, like clearly a character that had, that guy had, had been working on for a while. Like the yeah, guy who played Bob wrote Alan the movie. Katz was Alan the Katz name. wrote the, wrote this movie. Um, I, I like I refuse to believe that this is just a character that he wrote just for this movie. Right. Like like the mannerisms, the things that he did, the way that he the way that he acted that character reminded me of like the SNL movies of like, you know, like you, you go back and you watch yeah. like like Molly Shannon being superstar. Uh, superstar. Really Gallagher. Yeah. Like you you go back and you, and you watch that stuff um on SNL and then you see all of that come through in the movie. That's what, that's what Bob felt like to me. Right. Bob felt like, Oh, this is maybe a character that maybe this guy, you know, was do did stand up or did something or whatever. Like this was clearly an established character. It's crazy. Cause the guy, Alan Katz who wrote this movie and starred in it, he played Bob. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, he was one of the youngest writers on the show laughing which no was kidding. A big show. He also wrote for Sanford and Son, All in the Family, Whoa. and the Mary Tyler Moore Show. So this dude's got chops. Yeah, he was like a legit, yeah. like, like comedy writer for TV. 
like uh, something something that you mentioned w- was that like this would have been perfect for a TV show. Yeah. And it would have. This movie if it, even if like like even if they turned it into a TV show afterwards, which I mean, I at that point it's like you you've already you've already gone through everything, so maybe just leave it as a TV you're, show. You're almost, out, you're, you're but, forcing people to go see a movie or find a movie at the video stores or something to in order to watch the show. Well, didn't they and do I, that with some other? Wasn't there some other TV shows that did stuff like that? Yeah, but you had like established things that were popular when they came out turned into TV shows. Okay. Harry and the Hendersons, right, was a movie yeah. that people liked. And then they made the TV show. And then they show. made the TV show. Right. You can't take a movie like Big Man on Campus <laughs> that I, I, and honestly, I don't know how popular or not popular this movie was when it came out. I was going to say, look it up. I, I'm, I'm curious. But the thing is, like, I, I guarantee you not a lot of people saw this movie. Sure. It, it might have been straight to video. I can't, there's not much information about it online. No kidding. There, there was really, the trivia section on IMDb is like two things. Yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah, like I said, there's not a lot going on as far as information about this movie, and one of them being box office. Yeah. Because, it, honestly, this could have... There were a lot of movies around this time. Sure. You had movies that were actually pretty good, right. but direct-to-video, because video was such a huge Exactly, market. I was going to say, like, they, like, there were some movies that they would make that would be intentionally straight-to-video, yeah. because they would make more money... On the the video rentals and video sales yeah. than they would if it just did a regular right. you know run in the theaters right. Um, but this like Bob Bob's character felt. By the way, his name his name is Bob Maluga Luga 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 Luga. Five Lugas. There was well, it's the one. It was Luga Maluga with four Lugas. With four on Lugas the end. after, yeah. So, <laughs> um, and he would constantly correct people. Right. And the thing is, I guess he should because he created the name. Sure. It was his name. He didn't have a name he, before. Well, he did, but how could he not? He didn't remember his name. So maybe he so was he didn't younger. have a name. Maybe he was younger than, yeah. like, maybe he was, like, seven. I mean, it, Maybe even, like, four or five. It could when you're four, you know your name. Sure. Like, at what age do you know what your name is? I mean, I feel like, like four, that's something. Like, four or five. My niece I mean, is four I, years old, and she knows what her say, fucking name is. I feel like that's, is. like. Two or three, you know, kind of what your name is. But like, when, okay, when do when do babies start talking? When do like kids like start talking? Two or three. Okay, so he's probably like. But he had to remember his mom getting sick mm-hmm. to the point where she didn't wake up again. Right. Like he remember. So maybe he. I mean, he could have been four, knew his name, but for the longest time he just didn't have anything or and spoke this weird language. And sure. Just kind of just. Nobody to talk to, so there was nobody saying his but name to it him. Seems, it seems strange. I, I mean, realistically, probably just quote trauma. But it's like, yeah. how do you know that your? How do you know that your dad left and that yeah. your mom got sick enough to die, and then you know having people come and take you and all this stuff and not remember what your name? Yeah, is. he had to like, be like he had five an established memory. Yeah, right. so. You know, but which, he did. He did want his name to be Judy Finkel. Judy, it was Judy Finkel. Who was the other person? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Some. I assume somebody F famous. Brinkley or something. Yeah, it was like some it famous person or something. Yeah, and and, uh, <laughs> and that, that's a part. Like these are there's parts in this movie where I really like, from just a writing standpoint. Sure, I liked where where Doctor Webster is talking to Bob. Yeah, and he tells him like, 
no, I want you to choose your own name because I want you to have this identity. Sure. And I was like, wow, that's a kind of a powerful moment. Right, exactly. It's like, like this movie did have these moments like that, like things about just like just human rights for right. people who are different. Sure. Who look oh, different that, on the outside. And that's what this movie was like. That was like the whole theme of this movie. Yeah. I mean, that's what the movie's about because it doesn't have much of a plot other than like, here's Bob. <laughs> he's silly. He needs to learn how to fit back into society. Right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. How it would have worked better as a TV show. Sure. Because you could have built that over episodes right. of a TV show. Right. Even you if it was a that... sitcom that like every episode, it didn't matter if you watch it con- like continuity wise. Because like even like a show like, say like, Family Matters or Full House, even though there was never, like, one big story, yeah. you still progressed with the characters. Right, exactly. They still grew up. They still learned different things. They still, right. like, learned le- lessons. So you could have done that with Bob and progressed through the episodes, and it still could have... Each episode could have been its own little funny... Sure. I mean, I'm just picturing in my head, like, there could have been, like, a no, Bob no, no, Maluga... I totally... Hold on. Bob Maluga Luga Luga <laughs> crossover with Alf. Oh, jeez. Or each- <laughs> Or just he tries to just eat Alf, and then Alf tries to eat his cat. Yeah, or his the, rat. the little the little oh, rat. Oh, he needed to have a cat. Oh, God. Then it would have made more he, sense. It, like, it's like off the table. No more Alf. <laughs> no more, yeah, no it's more. Over. No more Alf. We're done. We're done with Alf. I feel like I feel like even the 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 way that this movie paced out, nothing happened in the first what twenty minutes. I mean, twenty five minutes. I mean, like we got basic. There was like the court case scene, and then you had the one doctor really putting her career on the line. Oh, jeez, that lady! And she's like, he's a ticking what time bomb, and I bet my career on it. She literally called she, him a ticking time and, bomb. And then she wished she would have. Ret- so, if the news would have let her retract her statement, do you think she would have been as bitter about Bob as I she don't, was? I don't think so. I think I think she would have let it go and just not gave a fuck. Right. I think if I think if even if she because she did she said first she's like oh he's a ticking time bomb it's only a matter of time before he does something bad or whatever and then you know the guy the 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 news guy is like oh you know oh you and he kind of said it for her he's like oh you you'd stake your reputation on or something or maybe she said it and he kind of repeated it and then and that's when she was like oh fuck that was a that was a bad thing to say but yeah I feel like that her saying that was like this self-fulfilling prophecy for her of like, oh, you know, oh shit, he's starting to become a functioning, regular member of this community. You're right. I need to fuck it up so that I can be right. Right. And, and like, that was like her entire driving force because she was there when when he when he started, like when he, when they had that meeting, when they, when they bring him in, and you know he's like, oh, here's all these words I know, and I it's a joke, and blah blah blah. The doctor, the 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 dude, even turns to her and was like, oh, don't you don't you think you should take this back now? Don't you see how much progress? You're still kind of like, eh. yeah. She was like, oh, well, we'll see how much. And even in the classroom when he brought the note yeah. about them going on that TV show, yeah, uh, basically to prove to show the world, right, that he was fine and yeah. normal. Uh, she was even still better then. Yeah. I think still, though, because she was continuously being proven. Right, exactly. But it's like it just would have been so much easier for her to just be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I guess you're doing okay. I guess I was wrong. I guess you're doing okay. Like, but it's just this, this, like, argument of hers of like, of like, no, if you're fucked up, you stay fucked up and you can't get any better. Like, <laughs> it was just mean. 
pretty much. <laughs> and even the the main dude, Alex. Yeah. He was kind of mean at first, too. I feel like he was still kind of mean even through the whole thing. Like, I feel like he didn't become... Like, I he didn't get on Bob's side until, like... I mean, even like the very end. Yeah, maybe? he like turned. To, I feel like that's one thing. If they, if it, this was a TV show, yeah, he would have had to change his character slightly. Like the whole first episode could have been the first like act of this movie. Well, a third, it would have been a thirty-minute episode of a sure. TV show of like, oh, here Bob swings in, right, and you meet Bob, yeah, and then it's like, oh, he's got a somebody's got to live with him. It's yeah. Alex, and Alex at first is real frustrated and like, right. damn it, yeah, and then like slowly they like, become friends. Yeah. Which, I mean, which is basically what this movie is. They slowly become friends. But maybe he doesn't have so much resistance and so much of an asshole at first. Yeah, and I feel, I feel like like he... And even then, like, Alex's whole thing, like, he's not doing this, like, altruistically. He's not like, oh, yeah, somebody clearly needs to, like, help yeah, this guy. Kathy like, was Kathy more, was way yeah. more like, like, oh, we need to help him. We need to, to get him better. And Alex was like... No, man, not my responsibility. And literally had to use the leverage the doctor was like, I'll talk to all your teachers so that you don't have to take your tests. He did have to take a test. I know. That's what I was, saying. I was going to get to that. He, the dude lied to him anyway because he still had to take his test. And then he flunked. Or not, maybe he, I don't think no, he, he flunked passed. out. But I'm saying, like, you see him, like, you see him taking that, you know, the one test he's taking or whatever. And he, like, you, clearly he's not doing all that great. But, I mean, like, like. Alex's participation in helping Bob out, like, right out of the gate was one of, oh, if you do this, then you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll cover your grades or whatever. Right. So it wasn't even like, oh, here's a person who clearly is in need of, you know, help and maybe guidance or whatever. It was like, oh, well, if you, if you do this, then, then you won't have to take your tests, Basically. you know, which which I feel like kind of persisted through most of the movie. Like there was still like, like Bob was still this burden. And I, and I like, I, from like a movie writing perspective, I get it because, you know, Alex is, is going off trying to get a, a, a fucking hand job from Kathy the, the entire movie. Right. <laughs> like, Which, but then he ends up not getting with Kathy because right. she's already in a pre-existing relationship. Well, well, Bob doesn't get with her, yeah. Right, that's what I mean. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about Alex, yeah. No, I was talking about Bob. Oh, okay, no, I'm talking about Alex. Well, Alex yeah, is, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm saying Bob, though, tries to also get with yeah, Kathy, yeah, yeah. who ends up not getting Which, with Kathy. What a weird fucking, like, B-plot for that, to be like, we're going to compete for your girlfriend's, like, the one who gets to date her? Like, like Alex is already dating her. Why would yeah. Bob be like, yeah, but I'm going to steal her. That's why Alex took <laughs> so. the bet, because he knew he'd win it. But, but why would he take the bet to begin with? Because he knew, it, he knew he'd win it. So but that's a like shitty a thing to yeah, do. Yeah, he's being a dick. But he's being a dick to Kathy. Being a, well, they didn't tell Kathy about it. Well, I know, but she that's what—that's kind of what makes it worse. She never knew about it. Like, what if he? What if Alex lost? Like, and Kathy was like, "Why didn't you even try to stop him?" He'd be like, "Ah, sorry, we had a gentleman's bet." <laughs> like, no, guess, they wouldn't. Guess have, you got to go with they Bob now. They wouldn't have explained it because they weren't supposed to tell. Kathy. I just, I feel like that. I feel like that was. Like, maybe there was more to that that they didn't, that they just didn't get to. I don't know. I think you're it just seemed, It just right seemed there. like a weird, because up until that point, you see Bob, I mean, clearly he's like, oh, he's he's got this thing for Kathy, right? But they, in like, in the way that they ended it with like, 
that whole like oh he gets with the 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 doctor check like i just i don't know i feel like they went in in this weird like roundabout kind of way like like it it if they took out all the stuff about bob trying to get smarter and trying to like win kathy and just left bob to get smart on his own because he wanted to like be more of a part of society and be smarter. And, and like, even, I mean, even says, he's like, Oh, I want to be smart. Like Alex, like when he's talking to him. So like, if they just would have left that alone and not had that whole weird plot of like, Oh, we're going to like bet for her. Right. I mean, he could, you could have still even left in that whole thing about Bob, like proposing quote unquote to yeah. Kathy. Oh yeah. And it's still the competition part. Exactly. They basically ignored the competition. Well, right. But it, so that's like, what I'm once, saying. Like once he, once Bob essentially lost the competition, but I feel like he lost the competition, quote unquote, when he proposed, and she yeah, was that's like, "That's what I mean, no. though. Even when he lost, though, Alex never went to him. And was like, ha ha, you know, I well, won.' Well, no, but that's but that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, all of it leads into the like makes me think of like, why even have that competition yeah, thing real point. at real... all? You could have taken that out in because that sort of like that was the part that I was like, wow, Bob's kind of a dick. I think they I think they did it so Bob could have something to shoot for, and so Alex could also but pursue his still, studies. Like, so he could actually try. I just, I don't know. They, it was they, some dumb, like, weird... It was. It was weird, but, and I feel like, like, because up until that point, like, they clearly didn't shy about Bob being attracted to, to Kathy. So you could have kept, like, that whole theme was already established. So for him to just suddenly propose to her, it wouldn't have been a surprise. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it still would have fit, and it, he still would have had the same effect of, like, oh, shit, this is, like... This is just how this works. I don't, I don't get you because I want you. You're already with somebody, kind of thing. Like he still has the quote unquote learn heartbreak, right? You know, like, and I don't know. I just feel like that part of it was just weird. They didn't need it. Yeah, I just feel like you're kind of being a Kamula. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh God, how many? <laughs> this, the whole they're they're they're. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, there, there's like things like that in the movie Kamula. Uh huh. We're never, we're never explained. No. Like stuff like, well, we barely get to really hear much of his language. Yeah. Maluga Luga is one thing he keeps chanting. Sure. When he's singing that song. Yeah. So like that's his last name, and then like Muka, that's just the that's rat's, the rat's name. name. It's just the rat's yeah. name. Yeah. But Kamula, he only used the yeah. one time. And he, like. In a derogatory sense, he said it, but then, but then Alex's response was almost as if like we were already supposed to have heard that. Right, word. we 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 should have already known what that goes, word he goes, was. He's like Kamula. He's like, did you just call me a Kamula? Yeah, and even that Bob kind of like, yeah, like he he's like, like nods his I head. Can't you just call me a Kamula? Yeah, and like we're, I mean, you're just sitting there like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck's Kamula? <laughs> yeah, like like it's clearly supposed to be, and it's like, and that's like we don't know what that word means. It could mean anything. Like, idiot, moron, I guess. Yeah, I don't but, know. But no, a jerk I'm, because I'm he wouldn't let like, me chocolate? That's when he said it. It could have meant something so much worse. And you <laughs> like, know what? We never got to learn anything about Bob's, like, eating habits after that. Is He, he existed solely on candy <laughs> for the alive? first 20-something years. I thought years. when uh, Alex got that call, like, something's wrong with Bob, he was going to go, like, oh, he has diabetes, like, severely. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's eating nothing but candy. <laughs> Like I, I there was a, there was a big part of me for the first, uh, the first uh, you know act of this movie that I was genuinely expecting, like especially like when they when they were trying to like 
when they, when they first kind of got him and they were trying to get him uh, like undressed so they could measure him and all that stuff, it was legitimately part of me that was that was like, oh, they're gonna take him behind this curtain. You're gonna, you know, because they got the whole like light behind so you can right, see the shadows yeah. and all that shit. I was fully expecting to see clothes come off and just candy bars come dumping out. And like he he didn't have a hunchback. It was just a bunch of fucking candy that he or had stashed he in stole. there. Yeah, like I because fully... during that scene when they're trying to undress oh, him, oh god, it, it, he was constantly taking things like, out of people's pockets. That scene is is that was the moment that I was like, oh this 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 guy who who like the actual Alan whatever his name is Alan Stick or something Cats Alan Cats. I cl- that was the that was the exact moment that I went. Oh shit! This guy already had this character because that fucking part is gold. It is. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Like the way that uh, the subtlety that he kept doing it. Like just, I mean, it wasn't like an obvious like like with the other stuff where he's like where Bob's like grabbing shit. No, it's like this super subtle. Like I'm gonna slide my hand in. I'm gonna grab this. I'm gonna play with the things I'm pulling out. Like like that was all to me was like oh you, these are the things you do as an actor. With a character that you are intimately familiar with. How long was he developing this character like by himself? That's what I'm saying. Like, because like I mean, if if there was more about this movie, maybe you would find out that he was doing this like at like a theater. That's what I'm. I but like I can't find anything yeah. about this. <laughs> I like, like he was going to Second City. Cause exactly. He's, he's from Chicago. Oh, is he? So like he could have been going to Second City and like yeah. doing this could have been a character he was doing. That's I mean but, like, like there's no evidence of that. <laughs> Even his wiki page is like. He's the old, devoid. It, it mentions about his writing for like Mary Tyler Moore and yeah. Mash and things like that. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and then there's a line like he wrote and directed the film or he wrote the f- and starred in the film Big Man on Campus as the title character. Yeah. Bob like, Luga Luga Luga. <laughs> I just like like it's it was just things like that, that and like certain like mannerisms he had that was like. I mean, again, just to me was like, oh, this is this is a character that this guy is has had in the wings for for some time. Whether or not it's been something he's done anything with, you know, I don't know. Right. I mean, probably not. But it clearly is something that oh, you 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 developed this character way before mm-hmm. you did this. You did this actual movie, um, and I mean, like he definitely like like like. Bob as a character, even I mean, even Alex to some degree, like their interaction early on, I felt was way better because I felt like there was that whole kind of like, I mean, he, like Alex was kind of like almost like a dick in the beginning a little bit like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and it's like that their their interactions early on was like this very sort of like you know, pithy and kind of like, oh, we're going to, we're going to bust each other's balls in a, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And like that whole, like, like feeling them out, like that felt genuine to like, like, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't feel forced. Like it felt like, oh, this is, this is kind of how these people would, you know, react more or less in this fucking nightmare of a situation. Well, yeah. I and mean, everybody's calling him a creature. Sure, and and that was awful too. Like they, I mean, like, <laughs> like he he was clearly a person, clearly a human being, and they called him a creature for the first hour of like the movie. Even the newscaster, yeah, this creature. Well, he's a man, so why can't you <laughs> yeah, say like, yeah? Why not just say like deranged man? Yeah, no, like they, <laughs> like they, they, 
specifically called him a creature on like multiple occasions yeah. like reinforcing that whole idea of like not only but it was, was he... always it was, it was always like the public calling him creature though like, well sure it wasn't but... like anybody like dr webster or alex or kathy well right but in that's like that. but that sort of reinforces that whole like idea of like of like early on and maybe that's what made some of that punch a little bit better when he's when he opens up to the to the the the, the guy the doctor guy was that even that that entire time all these other people are like clearly calling him like, Oh, you're, you're a fucking mutant. You should be in the, in the, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you should be locked in the, well, yeah, they wanted to lock him in like a yeah, psych, psych exactly. ward, like, like just fucking lock him up and just forget about it. And it's like, everyone is like, you know, they're all afraid of him. Everyone's like running away from him and all this stuff. And it's like, so it does sort of reinforce this idea of him of like, of like, Oh, me hiding away from everybody is the right thing. Because if I come out, they're all gonna, you know. Yeah, that's what I meant. The, that's what I was saying before. Like, yeah, that's why I feel like he ran ran away and stayed up in the tower. And I you're guess. like, he's around people, but like he stayed up there because people they wanted to like do something with him because he was deformed and weird looking, and they bullied I mean, him. I get. I and, mean, you're right, I mean, but now they want to do something different with him because he's been away from society for who knows how long. He's basically like, you know what? He, his look reminded me of when he first showed up with the beard before they cut his hair and shaved yeah. him. Is uh, Robin Williams in Jumanji. Okay. When he's I can been see in the that. jungle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just been in there for fucking ever. Oh, too bad we didn't get Bob shouting, what year is it? <laughs> I just like. I mean, he, he, he probably he didn't have much concept of time, I guess. Other than what time of day it was since he lived in a fucking clock tower. <laughs> and didn't know how to turn off a light. Well, he didn't have electricity up there. Did he not have electricity no, before? No, it was they they when they went up there to set the place up yeah. for Alex to live up there is when they put in lights and stuff. So I mean, before that, then he didn't have lights. When it got dark out, he just it was dark. That that light, that gag also of like was hilarious was fucking great, and I think it was great because it wasn't like like if it was if it was if this would have been a shittier movie. And not that it was, I mean, great. I mean, it was an okay movie, but like if it would have been a shitty movie, then it would have been the same thing every time, right? right. It would have been smash the light to turn it off, but it wasn't. The first time it was smash the light. slowly progressing and getting better. Yeah. What happened? What happened the second time? He took the light bulb out. Took the light bulb out. Put the la- lamp down and dropped the light And bulb. dropped the light bulb. And then there was a third one that I can't remember. The third one was he turned it off correctly, but accidentally knocked That's right. And it over. fell off anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that. I mean, like it, it was just full of little gags like that. Yeah, that were. I mean, the whole movie great. is basically just a giant gag because yeah. it's just Bob being Bob. Yeah, but it was genuinely like he had some good lines. Like they were at this uh, at the mall. Yeah, and they were gonna eat at this fast food chicken place. Oh god! So yes. Kathy goes up <laughs> and ordered like I'll have two of a wing, two wings and a leg, and then um. Alex makes like a sexual right. Thing what, two about, two breasts and a thigh or well, something like that. He's like, like oh, two legs, two breasts, and two thighs or something. Yeah, and he like winks at Kathy. Yeah, and then they're telling Bob like, you can order anything, you any want. part you want any, is is what Kathy yeah, says. Any part you want. And his response is, it's like a it's like a decent little pause, and he's like, <laughs> two faces, <laughs> two faces, two faces. <laughs> Which, at one point in my head, like, I understood the joke because, like, he 
they told him any part, so he picked sure. a, he just picked a part. But also in my head, it scared me a little bit that he had eaten people's faces. <laughs> or chicken's faces. Or other chicken's faces, yeah. Like he just, he's just been eating faces of animals. Cause like, cause like, but no, he just eats chocolate. Like, so. Right, because it's like, I don't think he knew what fried chicken... Like, at least the way they presented that scene was, Oh, we're going to introduce you to fried chicken. You've never had it before because you just eat fucking candy and yeah, do garbage. We, do you know what a chicken is? Have we introduced chickens yeah. back to you? I don't know. <laughs> and so, like, like that that was one of those scenes that felt to me like like he maybe was supposed to say something else. And that was like a gag that they were like, no, that's fucking going in the movie. Yeah. Like, oh, it that's was fucking too great. funny to go Two in the movie. Faces. <laughs> Two faces. Like, holy fuck. And then it just cut. Like, it just cut yeah. next scene? No, because you, you you couldn't follow that up with anything No, else. but that's... It was too good. And that's what I'm saying, like, it, but it's just, like... Like, I, I wanted to hate this movie way more than I than I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's... Because it's just absurd, it's... And it was funny, we keep mentioning how it's similar to Encino Man, and Encino Man came out three years after this movie. Did it really? Yeah, 92. No shit. This is 89. Oh, oh wow, okay. So maybe Encino Man Encino is Encino Man one. had some influence from this, because it's, it, it is different, because it's not Hunchback of Notre Dame, it's well, sure. Unfrozen Caveman. Yeah. And I feel like, like... Which also reminds me of, they used to do a skit on SNL back in the 90s, and it was Phil Hartman, and he was like an unfrozen caveman who became a lawyer. Oh, really? And his whole thing is, like, whenever he'd start, like, trying to, like, give his, like, case and stuff like that for his, def uh, like, defendant or yeah. plaintiff or whatever, he'd be like, I just want you to all know that I was, in fact, a caveman who was frozen. <laughs> so I don't know, understand the things that are going on. It was always, like, a thing. It's like, it's a right. really weird, hilarious <laughs> skit that I remember from back yeah. then. I don't know, that just, uh, but I'll... One quick thing about Encino Man connection. Yeah. When we were watching this, yes, I brought up to you. Have you ever heard that they made a TV sequel to Encino Man called T Encino Woman? Which I had and news you, to me, and you had no idea. Most people don't know that that's a thing, right? Encino Man was pretty popular. Go home and watch it now. It's still a popular thing. Sure, Encino I'd Man. Say, like I say, it's like a cult. I mean, it's kind of a cult. Yeah, movie. I think out of the Pauly Shore movies. I mean, they definitely went downhill over time. Sure. Now, I, I, I'm going <laughs> to sidetrack it even more. Uh, was Biodome before or after Encino Man? I feel like after. Biodome after. Biodome was after. Yeah. Biodome is towards like the end of Pauly Shore. Because that, to me, if I'm if I'm being honest, that, to me, is like top-tier Pauly Shore. Yeah, that, but I know. I'm, he's, like, peaking there. Okay. But, like, because that's when his hair was shorter. Yeah. But, like, Son-in-Law, Encino yeah. Man, long hair, yeah. Pauly Shore. Okay. Like, MTV. Sure. Yeah, but um, like Biodome was ninety six. Okay. So you even had movies like Jury Duty was before Biodome. Oh shit! And I don't think Jury Duty is all that great. I I it's all I right. Saw it, like, like, she once. in it, and like, is she really in the army Oof. now? I liked. I liked in the army now. I thought that was a great movie. Uh, actually, David Allen Greer, right? Yeah, and Andy Dick. Yeah. That movie. yeah, I thought that was. I I felt like that movie. And again, I, I've seen the movie like fucking three times, and I don't know anything about it. But I feel like the reason that movie did so well is because it did like at the time. David Allen Greer, I feel like, was pretty big. Yeah, Andy, Andy Dick was pretty big at the time. Uh, Andy Dick was getting there because news radio may yeah. or may not have 
was like getting right. popular ish. But I feel like But David Allen especially in Living Color. Sure, was huge. exactly. So, so I feel like that I feel like that movie had the benefit of like, oh, maybe we'll bring in some like actual like writer people who can take a look at the script and kind of like make it fit a little bit better and like give it a cohesive sort yeah. of, you know, point and plot and everything. Uh, one, well, what I was mentioning before though, yeah. uh, before we get too sidetracked yeah. is that in, when I mentioned Encino woman, I, you didn't believe me. So I looked up the IMDb page <laughs> just as like to be like, Oh yeah, look at it. It fucking exists. It exists. It's real. And on the IMDb page, we see the picture and the name Corey Parker, who is the guy who played Alex in this fucking movie? How fucking insane is that? Like, he was in the movie that we in the it was in the spinoff of the movie that we yeah. kept comparing this movie yes. to. Like I feel like like there had to be a part of him that like like when filming Encino Woman, like like they're like like the directors are like explaining to him like okay you know like this scene it's like like okay like here's your motivation and blah blah and, they, and like they just went. It's like the scene in in uh, in in fucking in Big Man on Campus. <laughs> and it's funny because even I was looking a little bit more into the movie, and I was looking at the director of this movie, and just scrolling through because I uh, Tom Skerritt is in this movie as I mentioned before. He yeah. was Doctor Webster. Tom Skerritt was pretty big in the eighties. He was in Alien. He was in Top Gun. Uh, even in the nineties, he was on the show Picket Fences for however long that show lasted. And then the funny thing about that, the guy who directed this movie directed, like, six episodes of Picket Fences. What? So, like, were they on the set one day, and, like, he saw them, and, like, oh, remember when we did that weird movie together? <laughs> that that weird-ass movie? Jeez. <laughs> Some weird connections. There's, yeah, there's stuff like that that I'm, like... But, like, Tom Scare being in this, uh... What's her face? Who played? Plays Jan on The Office. Who plays? Well, she wasn't big at the time. Well, but no, like, but it's just funny that. But you Cindy know, she, Williams, who was Cindy, Shirley yeah. on Laverne and Shirley's in yeah. this. But yeah, Melora Hardin, who played Jan on The, the Office, Office. Yeah. she plays the main yeah. female character, Kathy. Kathy, which in this movie, I I mean, uh, the the fact that you oh, have um, she was in another. Okay, so she's in that movie. Yeah. And apparently she was on Dirty Dancing, the TV show. What? I didn't know there was a TV show of Dirty Dancing, but she played the baby. She played, like, the oh, really? character. How do you... They like, kind of have a similar-ish look, I guess. Uh, similar curly hair. I guess. I don't know. That's weird. Jennifer Grey had that, like, bigger yeah. nose. Got a beak on her. But she got that, like, fixed, which Did I feel she? like that's a mistake, right? Yeah, that's kind of, like... She didn't look bad. She looked no, like she a bad-looking no, girl. No, she looked great. She was, and then Ferris Bueller, she was the sister. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, a feature of her that was like right. you stood out and then yeah. she got it like huh. fixed up right. but it's funny um looking at Melora Hardin's like IMDb page a movie that I really want to watch for this podcast but I ha I'm gonna have to like buy it or something I don't know because I can't find it online to watch in full and like decent quality or anything is um Laura Hardin is in Soul Man it's a, Soul Man? Soul Man it's a movie why, do, why does it sound familiar? Okay, it's, a, it's a movie that stars C. Thomas Howell, and in it, he, in order to get into Harvard and get a scholarship, mm -hmm. he poses as a young black man in blackface. Oh, <laughs> that's just not, that's just not good. Oh, jeez. I so want to watch this movie. Oh. I've never seen it before. I've only ever heard about it because, I mean... It's like a thing that this was a, this insane movie. Yeah. That featured like 
James Earl Jones is in this movie. Really? So, like, people weren't, like, obje- like it's yeah. not like it was a movie full of just an all-white cast. Yeah. There's, like... Oof. Legitimately, like, actors of color in yeah. this movie. Ray Don Chong, also big 80s star. That's rough. She's in it, and James Earl Jones is in this movie. So, it's like, what was going on here? But Soul Man, yeah. Yeah. A guy in blackface trying to get into college. Like, these... <laughs> 86 like this is when i was explaining the movie to you i was like yeah. oh it's like a late 80s early 90s college movie yeah because there's so there's like there's a well, lot sure. of these, there's like a whole it's like a whole of the nerds was, was yeah. like, there's like five of those right you got soul man how do you how to get into college yeah animal animal house predates all of that stuff. well sure i think uh, animal house probably started yeah that pcu pcu yeah is another one so <laughs> It's just a weird, like, thing that was like a, it's, let's make school movies. What was that one? What was the one movie that was like the, the school movie, but it was like, they were like, was it Monster High where, like, they're all, like, zombies and shit, and they turn into, no, that's a, that t- that's a fucking TV show. No, my, Zombie High, I thought, was a movie. Was it? Yeah, it was, like, in, like, the 80s or whatever, and they're all, like, it's got all the crazy gore yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, Virginia Madsen's in it. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen thing. that movie as a kid. The movie's cool. Yeah, there was, like, uh, like that whole time, like the eighties had like a lot of like weird movies. That well, had you had your, like, all your high school stuff. movies because of, like all the uh, John Hughes movies were high school yeah. movies. He didn't do too many like college oriented no. ones, but like that became like a weird genre. Sure, of, like, but even then, college. like even even though like it's funny, I was telling you the plot of how I got into college because Corey Parker, who was yeah. in this, <laughs> was also in How to Get Into College, right? Which is the the prequel movie to this. Yeah, basically, that's funny about that. And it's funny because it's about a kid who visits college and about how he gets in. Yeah. And it makes me think of, like, PCU because isn't PCU is about a guy who goes to visit the college. Yeah. He's not about a kid who's in college. Yeah. I mean, the characters he interacts with are in the school. I Now, here's here's something just to bring it back. Look at here. The, big Man on Campus, a comedy of heroic proportions. Because Bob's a hero. Uh, but, but is Read he, Read the other tagline. Read the other tagline. I think there was only the one. No, I sent you two. Okay, let me see. Go, no. After that, I sent it after Was that it one. after? I don't think you did. Oh, you did. Okay, here we go right here. Bob is going to college because a wardrobe like this is a terrible thing to waste. Fucking his wardrobe, this entire movie was... They, yeah, they never gave him real clothes was, until the end. The end, he was wearing like a legitimate coat and a suit. Was he? Yes. Was it like a real one though? Because like even yeah, like when it was he goes a full, it was a one color. It was gray. Even when he gray... goes to propose to Kathy, he still is like it's just horribly misshapen, and maybe it's because well, yeah, his it's body is he all has a, his body's misshapen. Well, sure, but it's still like like it took it took way too long. But he mentioned, well, go ahead for somebody for somebody to just be like uh, Bob. Yeah, your uh, your shirt. Yeah, it's two different shirts tied together. Go over your your horrible fucking hunchback. Well, he mentioned how he was wearing like giant clothes and like misshapen things because he needed to lose weight. Well, but he said he <laughs> wanted to lose weight, and actually, that line. What he say? What he said? He said, "I I want to be able to wear a shirt that it doesn't also fit over a printer or something, or like yeah. a kinko print or some shit." Yeah. Like that was a pretty good line. I mean, there were a lot of good lines. In the sure, movie. I there were I, a lot of funny parts, like when he's learning speech therapy. Yeah, and, and that's funny when he's like doesn't understand that stuff, and like when he when he's uh, reading the what is the what is the oh name? He's, he's reading insatiable lust. He, he tells the, the teacher Diane, who ends up being his lover, 
that like he's reading a book yeah and then he pulls out a book called lust unchained lust unchained and he starts reading it and then when this is when you get your first like like eh, this might be something between these two yeah he's reading it to her yeah oh yeah well also she's just horny as fuck sure like she just needs to get fucking yeah yeah oh she's she like she did. She needed like yeah. Clear like clearly at the end like there's this bonus scene at the end of just his weird fucking hunchback. Yeah. Just going to fucking pound town. That's not a scene. No, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like You just said it's a weird it's a deleted you said it's a scene at the end of the movie. No, it's I'm saying like it would be like a this is this would oh, be like okay. a scene like, like Well, I know I understand what you're saying, but yeah. you portrayed it okay, to anybody no. listening to as if this is I mean, a scene hey, in the movie. Hey, so maybe you're gonna get people to watch this movie on YouTube <laughs> and waiting for a scene where they see a hunchback talking somebody. Well tell them it's at the end, so they have to sit through this whole thing too. They're trapped. <laughs> we're trapping people to watch. But you were saying about the, about the book. He's reading the book. He's reading the book, Lust Unchained. Yeah. And as he's reading it, she's correcting him like the words. Yeah. Maybe she maybe have read the book before because she knew what the words. I mean, the one when he was trying to say ravage, and she, that was pretty sure. obvious. But one of the other words wasn't that obvious, and she knew. Yeah. Exactly what he, what it he was. said. He said some because the word the word that she replaced him with was thigh, and he said he said something. The he said the yeah like the, he. And like, like maybe that. it's because maybe it's just that I didn't catch it at first, but the word that he used in place of, of thigh sense. made sense, and she corrected it as right. thigh. And then when he she tells him to stop reading the book because yeah. she's like getting too wet or something. Yeah, she, she was getting into it because she says, "Let's go grab a bite to suck." Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like it got weird. Yeah, because and then and then there was no sexual tension between them until. A little bit later, when he went to go, like, ask her about advice about women. Sure. And about kissing. Yeah. And so... But even then, she present like, like she clearly... Yeah, but he... But... I don't know how I was, was going to phrase this. Like, to, like, explain something for her. Yeah. She thought he was coming to hit on her. So well, he, sure. So okay. she was, like, kind of slightly falling for him a little bit because he... She thought he was into... Well, sure, her, but, but then she, he reveals like, "Oh, I'm doing I all mean, this for, for Kathy. Kathy." Yeah, but that was afterwards. So I'm talking like when he first goes up to her, right? Because that's how that scene ends, right? Right. But at first, because he goes up to her after the class, and he says he's basically like, "Hey, listen, I, I need some advice on some things or whatever." But Drags the, her up on stage. He wanted Nookie. Well, right. So he's asking her about like Nookie. Was, the, was this movie the inspiration? Oh God, for please, please, please let Fred Durst watch this. It was like, fuck yeah, like yeah, Bob did it all for the Nookie. Yeah, like that's all he did. Oh my God, what if that whole song was just about this fucking movie? God damn it. There's a part like where you don't really realize what Fred Durst is saying, but he's saying Bob Maluga Luga Luga. Luga, Luga. <laughs> it's like if you play it backwards, it's just it's just a bunch of Maluga Lugas. <laughs> that's fucking stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. You know what it I know. I regretted it as soon as it came out of my mouth. It's <laughs> fucking so dumb. Anyway, so he goes. So he goes to her, right? And he and he basically tells her like, "Oh yeah, like I want to ask about Nookie." And she kind of is like, like you know, like a lot of times in movies when it's like clearly the characters into it, but they like don't want to like let yeah, on. She definitely does that. No, she doesn't. She didn't do that at all. Not until like he kissed her. Like, she kind of presented as, like, this whole thing of, like, like not, not like, 
overt disgust, but it was like I don't know. clearly I think, like I think she was still kind of like into because she was like I think she was still kind of slightly into it before the kiss. Well, she but but I'm saying like like I feel like she got into it the more she went, but like right at the start she was kind of like well like you know it's yeah. like she it's again she I think wasn't she was like hesitant to get involved with a but a then like you student? know so like I don't, he right really exactly now he is but she's still banging him yeah which is kind of wrong. Probably not supposed to do that, but anyway, she goes like literally drag, like he literally drags her up onto the stage, sets up the drum and the chairs to like, oh yeah, whatever, blah blah. Well, like I can go on a date. Exactly, He's I like, know, I know how to do this whole thing. And then they start dancing, or whatever. But even then, like, so he asks about kissing. She tells me he asks about she, he, and then he asks about French kissing. He says, oh, it's like kissing, but you touch your tongues together, blah blah. And he's like, oh, maybe we could try doing that. And that was the point that she like, like. Literally, like, holding his mouth apart. I don't know why she did that. But it's like... The, what was the direction there? Like, why did somebody tell I, her to... Just a comedy, he, he I guess. Yeah, but he could... She could have just kissed him, and it still would have been sure. funny. It still would have been, like, just as funny, because it's like, oh, they're kissing, and, like, she's into it, because that's the joke. Right, exactly. But, like, even, even like, before she, like, actually... Because it was clearly, like, that thing of, like, you know, like, the, 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 the shitty thing of, like, in movies and stuff where, like, oh, the guy's going to grab the girl and then start kissing her. She's clearly against it, but then she eventually, like, you know, resigns to it. It wasn't even like that. Like, but it was like, oh, she clearly was not into this idea of, like, I want to kiss you because you kind of, like, whatever. She kind of had this, like, look of, like, kind of overt disgust at first. And then she kissed him and then she, she kind of, like. kissed him for a long time, too. Well, right. And that's when she got into it, um, you know, would be remiss to not mention that before that kiss, and he talks about Nookie because she asks, "Oh, have you ever had Nookie before?" Uh, I was gonna get. I was. I'll let you go ahead. No, I mean you could. You could. <laughs> I was gonna mention this if you weren't going to, but I'm glad you brought it up. That Bob <laughs> has fucked four things. Oh no, five things. Was it five? Five. Two cars. A washer, a dryer, and a washer vacuum. and a dryer. Yeah, and a Not vacuum. just one or the other. And a vacuum twice. Twice. Because he knew it had two speeds. Two different speeds. Like, he was fucking the hose <laughs> on the vacuum. Which became, which which was the and running the cars, gag. he was the, fucking the exhaust, I guess. He was fucking the, what was the first one? A, a Buick LeSabre or something. And then a Dodge Charger. And then a Dodge Charger. And then a washer and a dryer. And then. Those are the two I'm confused about most because I don't know how he was fucking in washer or dryer. Just was just well, rubbing just his sitting on it, just, just rubbing his fucking meat up against just humping it. Humping them? Can we just probably feel like he's just humping those, not fucking them? I mean, what was he inserting into? Can't the doors are massive? <laughs> maybe he was just smashing his dick in the door. I feel like maybe there was like a washer and dryer next to each other, and there was just enough space. Just enough space that he could just he could just put his dick his, into it, and just... it turned them both on, and just like went to town. <laughs> That's why. That's why he mentioned a washer and a dryer. Right, exactly, because he he couldn't pick which one it was. It was both. It was threesome. <laughs> but then, then the 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 because he he mentions with the the vacuum, right? Two speeds. That's what he says. Yeah. He says, "Oh, two speeds." And then, at the end of the movie, when he comes in, when he when he when he busts into the fucking when he comes, when, yeah, when it sounded like it. That's what he, the noise he makes when he comes. It probably is. But then, like, okay, so he so he he breaks in to the 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 what is basically the Jerry Springer show or or fucking Phil Donahue or whatever the the you know late eighties yeah. dick of the time, the talk show. <laughs> he breaks into there basically and gets the 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 doctor who said that he was a menace and should be locked up gets her to basically confess that oh I lied about everything right. and, and whatever and then everyone just immediately is on his side. 
Oh, yeah. Which, bow, bow, yeah. Bow, bow. Immediately. Even the guy who, who sent them the letter that was like, yeah, you fucking mutant, lying, liberal piece of shit. Bring this fucking asshole yeah, onto my show. Yeah, it was a really ridiculous yeah, letter. like, Telegram. over the top. And, and the, the doctors and, the, and the, all the people there were like, fuck yeah, we're totally going on this show. Yeah, like, they were all They about were about it. it. They all went. They all went. Even the judge. And so... Uh, yeah, and the judge is like, I got this fucking papers right here that's going to put this sack of shit away forever. Because <laughs> so, he changed his mind. Yeah, because he changed his mind because the lady was like, yeah, I lied about it. But then, so, I mean, regardless, like, so then he kisses the, the lady at the end, right? The the doctor lady. And does the, he like, the, the guy asks well, like, oh. She, well, she kisses him. Okay, so she kisses him the first time. The for like, yeah, for the first time on that stage. And that stage, and then the the guy, the Jerry Springer ask guy asks, "Oh, is there anything you would do differently?" And his response was to kiss her, but then go and and tell her two speeds, like basically saying like, "Hey, I just kissed you like I just fucked the vacuum cleaner twice, <laughs> like fucking." <laughs> And that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. That's how it ends. I wish I wish there would have been like a like that like, like it would have been them on the show. They kiss. Yeah. We don't get the joke, the two speed joke. Sure. And then it goes back to like the next semester. Uh-huh. And then it's like Bob in school. Like yeah. you, you get to see maybe something and then maybe it, it ends on a joke. Exactly. Yeah. But I would have liked to see just Bob in class in clothes, because they mentioned him like getting him into actual school. Sure. And, cause, yeah, like, get him a scholarship. Because you don't have when you don't have um, any sort of like uh, high school diploma or mm-hmm. anything like that, you can just get into college. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. No credentials whatsoever. We just now everyone knows that you're not a good guy. You're not a fucking mutant. Uh, you know. So why not let you into college? Oh, how are you gonna pay for this? Ah. I mean, you could just keep living in your like, decrepit fucking tower. He had like twelve thousand dollars. He did have twelve thousand dollars, which <laughs> in a ball, in a ball, just a paper mache ball. But he knew, and he knew how much exactly was in there. Exactly, he was missing exactly four dollars. Like, yeah. And then he looked at Alex. I just for I just like, feel those like those were funny parts. Like when he's like, sure, eh, when he gave like the look. And yeah. Then the one time, oh shit, he said something when they oh. The uh, Dr. Webster, when he walked with the telegram, he's like, oh, Bob, I have something for you. And he's like, is it a pony? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not a pony. He's like, oh, I really wanted a pony. Yeah, like under like under his breath, like subtly, like, I wanted a pony. And it wasn't even focused on him. The camera was over yeah. his hump. Exactly. Like, it was clearly like ADR that they put in, at least yeah. the second part of the yeah, line. Yeah, even if it wasn't, though, it's still fucking oh, great. Fucking like, great. Oh, I really like, wanted a pony. That's what I'm saying. Like, there were parts of it that were great. I think it's funny. <laughs> now that I'm just thinking about this now, because when he does when he does the kiss and he does the, the you know the hey vacuum cleaner fuck two speeds, nobody else there gets that. No, she does. Well, she okay, but it's her and him. Everyone else is just gotta be sitting like, like oh, like I'm sorry, what two speeds? Two speeds of what? And then he has to explain because he doesn't know any better that he should no, be ashamed of it. He's just, oh yeah, I fucked a vacuum cleaner uh, twice because there's two different speeds. No, then the judge pulls out his. Exactly. Order. He just he just takes the ripped up order. Just like no, we're gonna we're actually I got tape. We're fine. We're you're totally going away. Just immediately everyone no, turns on he him. He doesn't have to explain the two speeds joke. Oh, he definitely. It's, it's like a sitcom moment where he says it and everybody just laughs. Even if they weren't there, but but you don't know, say like realistically. Is that a real movie? Somebody, a real life story. Somebody in the crowd would, fake. Somebody in the crowd would have stood would have stood up and was like, "What? 
Two two speeds. I don't, I don't get it. Yes, realistically, that would have happened. <laughs> but we didn't get to see that because the camera's cut. So you don't know if he actually explained it. I'm going to stick up I for just, Bob. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The movie ends on a joke about him fucking a vacuum cleaner. That's that's how we end this movie. <laughs> Not like a nice scene at him at college and stuff. No. I mean, he, you still could have ended it with, like, the joke. Well, it did end with the joke. Yeah, I know, but, like, you could have seen them, like, there. Yeah. And then he could have oh, been, Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, afterwards and stuff, yeah. And then he could have been, like, oh, there's Diane. Yeah. He's, like, and then they kiss, and he's, like, two speeds, and he's, like, I don't know, going to town on her. Or maybe it could have been, like... Going this to is, town on her. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my my better ending for the two speeds joke. Okay. So... It cuts to, like, you know, back to them in school and whatever. And Kathy and um, Alex, they're walking to class or whatever. And then it pans, uh, like, up to the clock tower. Uh-huh. And it goes in. And then, like, in the bed, uh-huh. there's, like, all this shuffling and moving around. Sure. And then the covers come off. And it's Bob and Diane. And he yeah. goes, a two speeds. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a better, that's a better ending. Like, like better it just, than the or like, no, okay. So, like, it just, it just here's another one. Uh, it's it's Diane's house, uh, you know, and Diane is like, you just see her like above the, like you see her like above the covers, like laying down, you know, and like you just hear, yeah, <laughs> and then like, and then like Bob comes up and just wipes his mouth off. It's like two speeds. <laughs> oh shit! But, oh. So they, this movie, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It, it like uh, between this and Encino Man, even though they're slightly different, which one do you think is better, Encino Man? Uh, it's hard to say because I feel like they I, both really don't have much story. It's almost similar stories. It's it's a guy who's not doesn't fit into the time right. or whatever, who's and different somehow. Who has to learn to fit in? Yeah. People don't want him around, so they try to get him out of the way. Sure. Eventually, he becomes accepted by everybody. Right. Um, I think it's 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 hard to say because I've seen Encino Man, you know, multiple times. As yeah, a kid. maybe it's a nostalgic thing of like Encino Man. And you know, and it's not even like it's not even like I got this special place in my heart. Because I almost Man. I almost like Bob Oogaluga more than I like Link. I think from. If, if Link, I had... Link, Link doesn't have much of a personality in... in right. In he Cino stays Man. relatively the same the whole movie. Yeah. He, he learns the word kazongas. Yeah. And like, like, and like weasel. Yeah. And uh, juice in the wheeze. Yeah. Wheeze in the juice. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking movie sucks. Wheeze in the juice. <laughs> yeah. I like this movie way better now. Now that it's... Just because Polly's the way Polly Shore talks? <laughs> yes. Mostly because of the way Polly Shore talks. The weasel. Like... I, but I feel like this. I feel like this movie, like, like I wanted to hate this movie. I, right. I like. I was so fucking against this movie just on premise alone from the initial like beginning of this movie. And you knew nothing going in. I knew nothing. Like I knew some because yeah. To like give a little backstory, how I knew about this movie was when I was younger. I was sick from school one day. And on TV, on like HBO or I don't even know, just any channel, whatever channel. Sure. This movie was on, and I remember seeing part of it, and never knew the name, and then until a few years ago when I re- was somehow reminded of it, right? And was like, oh, what's that movie with the hunchback <laughs> in college? 
so I googled so I googled hunchback in college, and I was like, oh fuck, big man on campus. So doing this podcast, like I've always been like, I really one time want to do big man on campus, right? And I knew nothing about this movie. I mean, and I yeah, and I never seen the whole movie. I only saw sure. a part. I and I saw I, the trailer. I guess I watched the yeah. trailer. Of, I did not know a single thing about this and about. About this movie, I did not know this movie existed. I knew fucking nothing about this movie. Right. Um, and it, like the first, you know, uh, I, I I don't know, twenty minutes of, of whatever. I wanted to hate this movie, and it's it slowly found myself genuinely laughing at things because you and you also end up falling in love with the character Bob. He's like genuinely lovable. He's a like, lovable character. Yeah. Like it 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 really kind of. I mean, again, with with the sole exception. Of, of that whole weird, like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna study for this for Kathy thing. Like, he had genuine like character development. Like, I was happy with how like it resolved. Like, this was <laughs> this was a this was a good movie. <laughs> it it is oddly like it, the only where it suffers is plot because it just doesn't have much of one other than it's just. Bob trying to fit well, in. And that was something that, that I mean, like, while we were watching this, I, I mentioned that, you know, but what, 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 nothing... What, what more plot could you even have, though? But no, but that's what I'm yeah, saying. I, mean, is... I guess he even made a sequel. Bob goes on an adventure or something. Well, I don't know. But, but see, no, I think this was fine. But I'm saying, like, like something that I mentioned, like, was from the start was that, oh, there there's nothing going on for the first 20, 30 minutes of this movie aside from just the sort of general, like, like oh, this, there's, there's stuff... So there, so the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, nothing happened aside from, oh, here, here is is this character. We're introduced to this character, and we're kind of getting to know him. But like, there wasn't much of a plot. Like the plot, I feel like didn't even start to really come into place until like, fucking the third half of the movie almost. Right. Like the the plot to me felt like like oh, like it was this weird like overarching goal of like oh you just want to see him fit in with society. You want to see people accept him for just who he is. Mm -hmm. And granted that that's how the movie ended. Like we got that sort of resolution and stuff, but it's like, there was no, there wasn't much that was like building towards that aside from just the general, like, Oh, here's them just existing in -hmm. these things happening. And it wasn't really until the, the, the doctor lady calls Alex at Bob's place or whatever and says, oh, hey, you need to come over here really quick. What does she even say to him? She says, we found out something about Bob. We need right. you to come. Yeah. And this is after Bob gets basically rejected when he tries proposing to Kathy and she rejects him. You're right. So he's all sulking at his, at his fucking tower. And then, so the, the, the lady calls, uh, calls Alex and is like, hey, you need to, you need to come over here. We can learn some stuff about Bob. And then he leaves and like, a minute later, calls back, so Bob picks up, and she says, oh, Kathy's been hurt. Yeah, but Bob didn't know that there was that woman on the... Uh... Well, no, but he just knew that, oh, Kathy's hurt. I don't yeah. think it fucking would have mattered at all who was on the phone. Right. But, like, that lady does that solely to orchestrate 
the whole self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, it's just a matter of time until he flips out and fucking hurts somebody. Yeah. And that's when he kind of goes on that ramp. I mean, rampage might not be the right word, but like. No, he hurts up all multiple police officers. Sure. But it's like because he thinks that she's in trouble. Right. And it's, it's even, I mean, like even once he gets there and realizes like, oh, she's fine. It's still is not like he doesn't get that resolution because he's literally at that point he's fucking homeless he's like living with all them dogs and like stealing oranges and shit and like he doesn't get the resolution until literally he breaks in to where they're all at at that guy's fucking talk show and like and even then like you see you know there's that scene of like the the guys like in the booth like behind the scenes at the the talk show place like the Mm -hmm. one director guy is like oh get a mic on there i want the whole world to hear what they're talking about and that's when you know bob's like why would you like what why are you what are you doing this and she's like i wanted everyone to see that you're a bad person and stuff and he's like why would you lie and like she basically admits to lying about it Mm -hmm. and that's when you get the resolution but that's like 20 minutes after yeah you see all that shit of like bobby and fucking homeless and stuff like yeah there's some weird filler parts it's something me and nick talk a lot about on this podcast is movies where they just have like fill time yeah and they kind of just have parts that like you could have cut out and still been okay sure right and made the movie would have just been shorter but right but it would have been more concise and i feel like i feel like this movie had it had a decent amount that's what i'm saying about how i think the show would have worked better as a tv show yeah things like that these parts where it was just like nothing mm-hmm. or just silliness. The silliness you could have, you could cut down into a smaller part and it could be a gag on a TV show quick. Right. Other than like a 10 minute scene of a movie to build it up. Right. No. And, and I think, and I mean like, like even like the, the way that this movie was paced and maybe it's because of this guy was a TV writer for so long and wrote for so many shows that it it did feel like pacing wise it did feel like like you know movies normally follow you know the whole three arc you know like three acts and yeah. all this stuff like this felt like there was like like it still felt like okay here's act one act two act three to a degree but it was like here's all these like like ups and downs in between right all of these you know in between like the the individual acts that made it feel like like it was written as a TV show or something like like if if I learned that this that this was written, like, as a pilot or something. Mm-hmm. And it very well could have been. It could have right. been pitched as a like, TV show. Exactly. Nobody bought it. Some studio decided, okay, we'll pick it up and yeah. make it a movie. Exactly, yeah. Instead of instead of giving you a series, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you a movie or whatever. We'll see how it does. Yeah. I like, know. I would not be surprised at all. Right. But, I mean, again, like, uh, end of the day, I did not hate this movie. Yeah. It's not I, terrible. I didn't it's, hate this movie. And it's, it's mainly saved <laughs> by the character Bob. Yeah. Because, like, all the other characters are like, they're fine. They're whatever. But they're just bland. Yeah, they're not, they're generic and not that likable. But yeah. Bob kind of is the yeah, focus. And he's the focus, so it helps. Sure. And it's like, it definitely had, I mean, he had, like, genuine character. And, like, there was, there was things about him that were consistent through the whole movie. And that, you know, although I do got to say the fucking, the fake beard. Like, after he gets it trimmed. Oh, it just looks like pubes are just smashed. Oh yeah, face. it looks awful. It was so, towards it was the end, so it was bad. Like, Zooms zooming on his face. Yeah, and stuff. it looked it looked, <laughs> it looked it looked rough. It looked terrible. Like they could have they should have just cut his hair and left the big beard. Yeah, you could yeah you could have just shaved his face. He would have been fine. Yeah, or even or even cut his hair and left the beard. But left the beard. I it's think. just I think the beard oh man, fine. The hair looked fine. 
I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I, I could tell it was like a wig, and it was still like yeah. But they mentioned crazy how he didn't. They mentioned stuff. how he didn't do a good job cutting it because Alex cut his hair. Who well, didn't sure. really know how to cut hair? But the beard was just oh man, yeah, it, was it was bad. bad. It was some pubes. It, was... it looked like it looked like on the episode of South Park. Yes, yeah, Scott like, Tenman's where pubes. Carmen, yep, glues the pubes on his yeah. face. One hundred percent looked yep. just like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> well, uh, next week on the podcast, Nick will be back. And we are going to, like we mentioned the episode before this, but we didn't fulfill our our promise, I guess, if that is a promise. We're going to watch Monster Trucks from 2017. <laughs> it's still going to be a thing. Well, I Nick is still a very much so. That's why we watched this instead, because Nick couldn't be here. So we, uh, we didn't want to watch Monster Trucks without him because he really wants to watch Monster Trucks. He was really excited to find out that the uh, monster has a name. It has a name? His name is Creech. Creech? Yeah, because it's oh, a creature. So oh, God, that's awful. On January 13th, meet Creech. That was a tagline. <laughs> that's, that's just not good. No. That's not good. It's not. So, for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Kenneth. And it was Kenneth. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown.